Welcome back, everybody. This is the Black Wash Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. Happy New Year. 2021 was trash. 2022 is going to be filled with promise and opportunity. So it's great to be back. There's no place I'd rather be to start my new year off than with each and every one of you. And today we're going to talk about something that I feel like, depending on who you ask, has different levels of importance. So Destiny, tell the people what we're talking about today. Um, I don't think it's like one subject that we're talking about today, but we're going to talk about religion a little bit. So that's a taboo topic right there. That's taboo. No. Yeah, totally. So I feel like we were able to experience a little bit of different types of religion, like growing up. So, I mean, both of us are baptized. We grew up in a Baptist church, which is like Christian But then your situation is a little bit unique because your mom was Baptist and your dad was Catholic. So you kind of did like both, which are a little bit different, but you know, they're, they're generally the same as it comes to like the Bible. And then we both went to private school where we learned about like the Jewish religion. Um, but still in a sense you know we were learning the bible like in school and then sunday school and we'd be in louisiana with our grandparents and i feel like as i got older i was able to learn a little bit about the muslim culture and like buddha do you have any other experiences with any kind of other religions no i i have some um experience with the islamic religion like you said um one of my good friends she's buddhist so you know i wouldn't say i have enough you know experience to be able to speak on it intelligently and be able to say well this means that and that means this but i certainly have seen people you know um observing their faith in a very you know pure and honest way so i've i've seen a practicing buddhist practice her religion in the way that people who practice Buddhism would. I've, I've seen a practicing Muslim practice the Islamic religion in the way I guess you would traditionally see people practicing the religion. But like I said, I haven't been close enough to it where I could say, okay, I'm intelligent enough in that particular subject to tell you about Buddhism or tell you about the Islamic culture. None of that. In fact, my friend, he's actually very very and and it's crazy we're talking about this because i'm about to jump into law and religion course in my last semester of law school so i'm feeling very very excited about that class but what i was going to say is my friend he's actually very knowledgeable on various religions but he's an atheist so it's just you just it's crazy how people view religion and where they put it no totally And then when I was an undergrad, like I took like this African-American course, which was absolutely my favorite course ever. We just like kind of learned about how like slave owners would pretty much, you know, put religion down on their slaves to kind of control them and what they were doing as a way for like, you know, our family and how we grew up our family and how we grew up and how they like instilled religion in us. And it kind of made me fearful in a way when I didn't go to church. So I would always be like, oh my goodness, I have to go to church. 
because I grew up like going to church every single day. I feel like religion, it is kind of like as a tool to control people, whether it's your kids or whether it's people around you, you're just like, oh, you know what? Don't do that. God is watching you, this, man, this. So I feel like up until like a couple years ago, I was like an avid church girl just because that's how I grew up. I will always go to church. Then, you know, life happened, COVID happened. I don't, I think like probably all of last year, I went to church like one time. Plus, let's be honest, your mama gonna ask, well, Destiny, have you been going to church? And if you bring a problem to her, well, well, Destiny, did you pray on it? Like, you know how your mom is, so. Yes, no, yes. Even if I would bring like a problem to her, I'd be like, oh my goodness, I'm so depressed. She's just like, oh, it's because you're not like, you're not, you're not talking to God or like, you're not praying or doing this. Like, we definitely come from a family where they like shove religion down, even like calling and talking to granddaddy. He'll be like, basically tell me a whole scripture on the phone. Auntie Diane will pray for us on the phone for like 27 minutes, all of this stuff. But like now I'm at the point where I'm like comfortable, like questioning certain things. And I don't look down on other people for being a part of other religious groups because essentially I feel like they're all like driven and, you know, stand on the same things. Here's my perspective on it. Like I do agree that religion can be used for evil, but I, I don't necessarily mean that that's the issue with religion itself but rather how man decides to use religion. So a perfect example, I know a lot of people who use religion as a way to be a homophobic person. And it's like, well, it's not that I'm uncomfortable around gay people, it's that the Bible says it's a sin, so therefore let me act this way. Or I know people who always vote for things that are are abhorrent because they say, well, you know, on the left, they believe in abortion and that's against my religion. So I feel like a lot of people do pick and choose. use that religion in that historical context of, okay, how can I use that to manipulate people into thinking a certain way? And if I say, oh, well, you know, you're being sexually promiscuous, young daughter, you know, you're going to go to hell. It, is it really my concern for the religion or is it me as you know a sexist male who doesn't want to have a sexually promiscuous daughter trying to use it as a a, a, you know a controlling mechanism you know so i think there's a lot of things to look at when you look at religion but i think a lot of the things that go into it is like a lot of the ways religion is misused has less to do with any particular religion itself and more about the particular person or group of people who are trying to misuse the religion. No, absolutely. And have you heard like stories or instances where you know that guy that we talked about actually on the podcast, I I forget his name, but he was defending himself in court in Florida. I forget his name. You know who I'm talking about, but he was all over the news. But literally the reason why he said he was driven to do what he was doing was because he was doing it for Allah and he was saying like some religious virtues while he was doing it. So people, I don't know if it's something that they believe in or if they believe that it's God and it's Satan or whatever, like they use religion in that aspect. I am like also a firm believer. Let let me tell you about this story. 
for a while, I was just questioning everything about like what I believe in, like how I was raised. And I had been going through like a lot of stress. This was actually like recent, like a few months ago. And I was like really stressed out about a situation and like getting some documents in order. And then on top of that, I just started a new firm. And like, I was experiencing like panic attacks. And one night, like I couldn't calm myself down or look to call on anyone because it was in the middle of the night and I felt like my heart was like racing like when you're having a panic attack it's like like a heart attack almost and I was like sweating crying hysterically and like all I could do was just like pray and then I went to the bathroom put some water on me and it was so crazy like I was so calm and I was able to go to sleep and the next day, like everything that I was stressed about, like it would be impossible for all these things to clear up and get in order. But literally the next day after I had prayed about it that night when I was stressing out, we're all done. And I feel like that was like my come to Jesus moment where I'm like, okay, all of this is real. And I say that also because of the times that we're in right now. I know, like, well, for people that don't know, in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, it talks about, like, the plagues and how the world is ending, and I feel like, you know how they say, like, history, like, repeats ourselves, or the Bible, speak to the Bible for answers, like, I kind of feel like that is what we are in now. First of all, there's all these different viruses. Do you remember that time where there were like all these grasshoppers hopping around like everywhere, like covering lights? Like, I'm like, is these, are these the plagues happening? And like, we need to be looking into the Bible to see like what's to come next. And that Jesus is actually like about to return. You know what? And here's the thing. I always tell people, because it, it, it's funny that you say that, because I think you point to a very almost tangible experience, because I think a lot of people want that. They want something where, like, they want an experience to say, well, I felt God in this moment, or yes. there was no way out of a situation, and he made a way out of it. Like, it had to have been a divine intervention. And I feel like other people feel like as if they they haven't had that experience, you know? and like And, like, a lot of people are, like, I would say are the opposite of me. So as you guys all know, cause you guys have been listening to the show, my mom passed through COVID. And I can remember that I, I prayed daily for her to get healthy and stuff like that. And it didn't happen. And a lot of people use an experience like that to say, well, religion can't be real because I asked for a certain thing. And they, they treat God as if he's a genie and you're, you know, fits the archetype of what you've, you know, become familiar with as a genie or a wish maker when you're younger. And I feel like part of that is because when you go to church, a lot of times the priest or the preacher speaks of God in those terms, of, of God making the way out of no way, of God when you just call on him and he'll answer and he'll give you the answer. You know what I'm saying? Because they presented it, to present God to us in that way, I think when we call on God for something very important and it doesn't come into fruition, we kind of say like, well, it must not be real. I like, I asked him to do this or I asked him to do that. When in all actuality, that's not how it is. If you, and like I said, and I think as a society, as we, you know, there's this dichotomy, whether it's right or wrong of religion versus science. 
And what I mean by that is you spoke to remembering where there was insects that was covering the sun and you thought it was a plague, right? There's, yes. a, there's a scientific explanation for that happening. It could be all oh, like the, the changes in the weather caused these, you know, particular insects to, to, to swarm at this particular time. And people are like that, you know, because there's a scientific reason for it, it can't be a religious re reason. And it's like the two don't have to be mutually exclusive, but that's how we kind of teach them as, as a society. It's like, it's either religion or science and it can't be both. Well, I think too, like, I feel as society, they kind of like made the two separate. That's why you have the church of Scientology and that's what they believe in, like the science behind everything. But I feel like, you know, God, because I mean, I believe in God and I feel like he is so like great that he made it so that, you know, science would make whatever he's doing make sense. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they all go hand in hand, but I just feel like everything is like really interesting, like playing out. There's all these different COVID variants, like people are dying left and right. The climate change is different. Like the world is different. And I feel like, like I had my awakening time because I also was like questioning everything. Like after um, Auntie Jerry died and I was just like, oh my goodness, like question that's when I question everything the most like is any of this shit is real like did I like waste all these times and years doing this and I mean also still like I feel like that makes people a little bit centered growing up in church and like it is like a control thing too I feel like every various way to look at religion makes sense yeah and I always say because you know there's people who are natural skeptics there's like I have a friend who's extremely intelligent and is like atheist to the there's i always say there's two types of atheists right there's the hyper intellectual who's an atheist who says i haven't found enough evidence to support the conclusion so i won't i won't adopt the conclusion that's the type of atheist like more or less that you know i can respect their but what i'm saying is like i can kind of understand that perspective because it's like it, like it's not that they are convinced God doesn't exist. It's that they feel like there hasn't been enough, you know, data points, if you will, to prove the existence of God. So therefore they won't allow, you know, that kind of thought to be a predominant effect in their life. Whereas there's other people who are so like upset with their life and feel like they got such a short end of the straw where it's angry. It's not like no, I can't prove God exists. So I don't think he does. Yeah, it's like, no, he definitely doesn't exist. If you think he exists, you're crazy. Yada, yada, yada. It's, you know, it's, you know, and, and it's like, it's a strong, strong anti-religion kind of slant. And a lot of times that's rooted in tremendous pain. There's something maybe, you know, the, somebody who was supposed to be religious treated them poorly and it became... Uh, like a basis of them to make it their like fight if you will to anybody they come in contact with to say god doesn't exist if you think god exists it's crazy whereas some person some people who are atheists are just like yeah i haven't seen enough evidence for it so i just don't think god exists but like hey i i don't know you don't know we don't know and i feel like almost a position of ignorance from an intellectual standpoint being convinced that god doesn't exist and being convinced that god does exist almost seems problematic because 
it's, it's difficult to prove a negative. So it's difficult to prove that God does not exist. And it's difficult to prove that he does exist. You know what I'm saying? So for the person who's just like, hey, I don't know one way or another, that's you know more so agnostic than atheist. That's kind of like an understandable belief to have to just say, I don't know. I'm not saying he doesn't exist. I'm not saying he does. I just don't know. Whereas even though I'm a believer, when somebody, you know, comes with that approach and it's not an hostile approach, I can be like, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. It's just so interesting. Um, I know like for a long time, I'm really happy actually that my experience happened to me because I would talk to people all the time. I know I have literally like my, my friend, she always has these crazy situations and she's always like, Destiny, like I know it's God. And I'd be like, oh my goodness, like, why won't he come to me and have like some crazy, like dramatic experience and show his face to me? And I mean, I had like my own situation. It wasn't like hugely dramatic like that, but I had my mom where I was like, oh my goodness, there is a greater power out there and I know it's real. And just witnessing like what's going on in the world and like different things. I know like certain things don't have explanations where you see like innocent children dying or being kidnapped or whatever. But I do feel like there's always like a greater purpose. And I can see that now or how we're like used and we're put through like trials and tribulations just to grow and become like a better person or to learn a lesson. And I think like too, like it's true when people say that, you know, God always, you know, uses like his strongest like soldiers or believers or he puts them through like trials and tribulations, you know, just to make them, you know, better, stronger. It's like, just really wild. But I do feel like still even with my beliefs in like growing up as Baptist that like a lot of the religions that I've had experience with are like pretty much similar. Like we all, you know, um, pray and congregate in different buildings, whether it's like a church, a temple, like, you know, a mosque. Um, we all have like certain holidays that we cherish. And, you know, there's like religious holidays and things like that. But I mean, that's what I want to say about that. Because I feel like these times are crazy. And I feel like you can't do anything but to believe in a higher source to be sane. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like I said, I'm, I'm never one to condemn anybody for whatever they believe in or whatever choice. I just said a lot as, you know, we've, we've come really far as human beings as far as what we understand. Like, I would say beyond all reasonable doubt, like we can prove gravity. We can prove so many things that are scientific. But when it comes to the origin of humanity and stuff like that, regardless of what you believe in, it's going to be difficult to prove like this, like even, you know, I think the scientific, like, you know, approach is this idea that there's this big bang theory and, you know, these atoms were just like moving around in the atmosphere and then they, then they came together and next thing you know, they created like, that is a far fresh idea. And even if it were true, it doesn't disprove God. It doesn't disprove that he was the, he or she was the source of making the atoms collide and, and therefore create. So regardless of what you believe, don't allow anybody to make you feel as if your opinion is not valid because there's nothing we can really prove when it comes to 
how everything comes to exist has come into existence there's nothing that we have so far that would say you know what 1000 percent that's what happened and we know that for for certain and i think so many times whether you're not a religious person people within the religious community will feel, make try to make you feel guilty and vice versa if you are a religious person and like today in society people will try to make you feel bad about being religious i know personally just simply having this conversation we couldn't have this conversation with our grandparents when we were younger if we were just saying like let's just talk about whether or not god exists we think he does but like like let's just talk about it like just have the the discussion having the discussion in itself would have been so taboo it just wouldn't have happened and i like i said i'm i like encourage people to have discussions about almost anything and really think deeply about those things and even thinking about how we you know like i said as people we've come here and thinking about higher powers and some people think like i know like people are into chakras and all other type of stuff and just energies and it's like whatever you're into like be willing to talk about it and have an open discussion don't allow anybody to make you feel better bad about your position and don't try to make others feel bad about their position no totally totally I definitely encourage everyone, definitely when you're going through hard times, like it's definitely soothing and it's like another form of therapy to lean on to find some kind of peace. I definitely believe that. And yeah, I think this was a great way to bring in the new year. Is listening. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.